Good morning, and welcome to Simply CRE. It's Tuesday, February 13th. On today's show, commercial property loans coming due in the U.S. jumped to $929 billion, and the commercial real estate market faces a perfect storm of challenges. Plus, BDP Holdings announces plans to build a new office project in New Jersey. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply CRE. We start off with a significant development in the U.S. commercial and multifamily real estate sector. Nearly 20%, or $929 billion of outstanding debt, is set to mature this year, potentially leading to refinancing or property sales. The volume of loans due has increased by 40% from an earlier estimate by the Mortgage Bankers Association. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply CRE. Abby, can you explain why this surge in loan maturity has occurred? Certainly, David. The surge is primarily attributed to loan extensions and other delays, rather than new transactions. With the Federal Reserve signaling that it's done hiking interest rates, it's likely that more deals will be finalized this year. However, the volatility and uncertainty around interest rates, property values, and property fundamentals have suppressed sales and financing transactions. What does this mean for the commercial real estate market? This year's maturities, coupled with greater clarity in those areas, should begin to break the logjam in the markets. However, there is a concern among regulators and investors as building values slide. Increasing defaults and write-downs have hit lenders such as New York Community Bancorp, KKR and Co's Commercial Mortgage Real Estate Investment Trust, and holders of commercial mortgage-backed securities. Can you provide some context on the scale of this debt? About $4.7 trillion of debt from all sources is backed by U.S. commercial real estate. An estimated $85.8 billion of debt on commercial property was considered distressed at the end of 2023, with an additional $234.6 billion of potential distress. Commercial property prices are down 21% from a peak reached in early 2022, before the Fed launched its aggressive rate hikes to combat inflation. What about the impact on specific sectors, such as office spaces? Office prices have had the biggest decline, falling 35%. About 25% of office loans are coming due in 2024. Values have plummeted, and vacancies have soared with the growth of remote and hybrid work. This is a trend that's causing concern for many in the industry. What's the breakdown of the debt coming due this year? Banks have $441 billion of commercial property debt coming due this year. About $234 billion of maturing debt is securitized in CMBS, collateralized loan obligations, and asset-backed securities, while $168 billion in loans are coming due for non-bank lenders, such as debt funds. That was Simply CRE reporter Abby bringing us insights on a significant financial matter. Speaking of significant matters, The real estate sector is currently at a crossroads, grappling with a multitude of challenges that threaten its stability and growth. From a significant decrease in stock value for New York Community Bank Corp due to issues with commercial real estate loans, to the impact of rising interest rates on property valuations and declining occupancy rates in commercial properties, the sector is facing a perfect storm of challenges. Here to discuss this further is Bella, a correspondent for Simply CRE. So, Bella, 
Can you give us an overview of the current state of the commercial real estate market? Certainly, David. The commercial real estate market is indeed facing a series of challenges. The recent plunge in the stock of New York Community Bank Corp, largely due to problems with commercial real estate loans, has raised concerns about the stability of other banks with significant exposure to these loans. This, coupled with rising interest rates, is affecting property valuations and making it more difficult for investors and developers to secure financing. This is leading to a slowdown in new construction and refinancing activities. And what about the issue of vacant properties? How is that impacting the sector? The shift towards remote work has resulted in a glut of vacant properties, particularly in the office space sector. This is putting pressure on landlords and lenders who are dealing with declining rental income and increasing defaults. Major cities like San Francisco, Washington, D.C., and New York City are particularly affected, with office vacancy rates at record highs. Additionally, there's the challenge of refinancing $1.5 trillion of commercial real estate loans that are due for repayment. With banks being more cautious, many property owners are finding it difficult to secure refinancing. What about the new regulations being introduced? How are they expected to impact the commercial real estate market? The introduction of Basel III regulations and the U.S. Corporate Transparency Act is expected to increase transparency and stability in the sector. However, they could also make it more difficult for smaller developers and investors to access financing. Despite these challenges, the commercial real estate sector remains a diverse asset class with opportunities in industrial spaces like warehouses and data centers. So what does the future hold for the real estate sector? The sector's long-term prospects hinge on its ability to navigate the current challenges and adapt to the changing economic landscape. Despite the challenges, the real estate sector remains a critical component of the country's economy. With an estimated value of $2.226 trillion by 2024, the sector has the potential to drive economic growth and create jobs. However, achieving this vision will require concerted efforts to address the sector's challenges and create an enabling environment for investment and development. Thanks for joining us, Bella. In other news, BDP Holdings has recently announced plans for a new office development in Montclair, New Jersey. Named the IRIS, this project will be a ground-up development spanning 130,000 square feet. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply CRE. Can you tell us more about this project and its significance? Certainly, David. The IRIS is designed by Gensler and will be located at 641 Bloomfield Ave. It will comprise 124,000 square feet of office space on the top three floors and 8,000 square feet of retail, along with 277 vehicle parking spots. The project will commence construction within 18 months of site plan approval. What's currently on the site where the IRIS will be built? The site currently houses a vacant six-story warehouse and adjacent single-story retail buildings. These will be raised to make way for the IRIS. The new building will include a lobby, new retail storefronts, outdoor terraces, a skylit atrium, and an interior staircase. What's the demand like for new office space in this area? According to David Plasek, the founder and CEO of BDP Holdings, there's a strong demand for new office space in the city. He believes that the IRIS will strengthen the town's tax base and local businesses. 
The developer's aim is to find the right anchor tenant for the iris and build the new space around its specifications. What about the location? How accessible will this new development be? The building will be close to multiple bus and train stations, as well as to major highways. It's 10 miles from downtown Newark, 14 miles from Newark Liberty International Airport, 17 miles from Jersey City, and 20 miles from Manhattan. So it's quite centrally located. What other developments are happening in the area? The IRIS will be next to the Lackawanna Plaza Redevelopment Plan, which received final approval in October 2023. BDP is also in charge of revitalizing this 8.2-acre site, which includes the historic Lackawanna Terminal. Plans call for an improved Lackawanna Plaza, the addition of five new buildings, multifamily projects totaling 300 units of mixed-income housing, multiple retail options, and a new supermarket. How does this project fit into the larger picture of office space development in New Jersey? As of December, New Jersey had 1.7 million square feet of office space underway, accounting for 2.3% of total stock. The average listing rate was $35 per square foot, below the national figure of $38, marking a 5.3% increase year over year. So the IRIS is part of a larger trend of office space development in the state. Thanks for that update, Celeste. Now let's shift our focus to the U.S. real estate market. Nearly 20% of the outstanding debt on U.S. commercial and multifamily real estate, amounting to $929 billion, is set to mature this year. This requires either refinancing or property sales. The volume of loans due has surged 40% from an earlier estimate by the Mortgage Bankers Association of $659 billion. This increase is attributed to loan extensions and other delays rather than new transactions. Our correspondent, James, is here to delve deeper into this. Can you explain the implications of this situation, James? Certainly, David. This surge in maturing loans is a significant concern for the real estate industry. With the Federal Reserve indicating that it's done hiking interest rates, it's likely that more deals will be finalized this year. However, the volatility and uncertainty around interest rates, unclear property values, and questions about property fundamentals have suppressed sales and financing transactions. This year's maturities, coupled with greater clarity in those areas, should begin to break the logjam in the markets. What is the total debt backed by U.S. commercial real estate, and how is it affecting the market? About $4.7 trillion of debt from all sources is backed by U.S. commercial real estate. This has raised concerns among regulators and investors as building values slide. Increasing defaults and write-downs have hit lenders such as New York Community Bancorp, KKR & Co's Commercial Mortgage Real Estate Investment Trust, and holders of commercial mortgage-backed securities. An estimated $85.8 billion of debt on commercial property was considered distressed at the end of 2023, with an additional $234.6 billion of potential distress. How have commercial property prices been affected by these developments? Commercial property prices have fallen 21% from a peak reached in early 2022, before the Federal Reserve launched its aggressive rate hikes to combat inflation. Office prices have seen the biggest decline, falling 35%. This is largely due to the growth of remote and hybrid work, which has led to plummeting values and soaring vacancies. Can you tell us more about the types of loans coming due this year? Banks have $441 billion of commercial property debt maturing this year, 
About 234 billions of maturing debt is securitized in CMBS, collateralized loan obligations and asset-backed securities. Meanwhile, $168 billion in loans are due for non-bank lenders, such as debt funds. The Mortgage Bankers Association also reported that about 25% of office loans are coming due in 2024. That was simply CRE reporter James providing us with some valuable insights. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply CRE. We'll see you back here tomorrow.